What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 327th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I am super sick. Your host, SBJ, with me, Will. Wait, if your name is super sick, what does SBJ mean? Why are you just throwing letters out super Uh, sick? Super bath. Nah, that's no, the, let's end no, this topic no, no, right no, here. No, no, We're no. not going down that road. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Welcome, welcome to the world of Pokemon, the magical world of Pokemon. I'm real tired. The uh, community day took a, you know, strangely enough, for a three hour community day, it took me seven hours to do the whole thing. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit beat. I took public transportation, not advised for anyone. You have a car. Well, I know I have a car. I chose to take public transportation. Given back to society, one. And, no, I gave nothing back to society. And what's funny is I bought the wrong ticket for the public transportation, and it cost me pretty much exactly as much as it would have cost to drive and park at the location. So you should take it more often, then you won't get mixed up. I, I mean... Greg? Yep. No Yo. public transportation in Minnesota. Actually, you guys have a lot. <laughs> we have a lot. I don't Do you guys have it. a subway or a subway equivalent? We have the light rail right now that is we're that trying to expand. No, it's above ground. Oh, lame. Why Why in, in Minneapolis, of all places, would you have any kind of above ground transportation? It that doesn't really like a make huge sense. huge mistake. Like, okay, you guys so, get way more snow than anyone else, I feel like. So, you guys are pretty like, much Canada. Pretty um, much. So, a cu- couple of things. Uh, l- l- large water table. Oh, there you go. That's all you need. Downtown, stop off at the airport, then go to the Mall of America. Visit some people, eat some high-priced food, get some B-dubs. Does it go to... We we don't go to B-dubs anymore now, do we? (laughs) No, we do not. Does the light rail go to St. Paul? It does now. The green line does. (laughs) Just one. Yep. (laughs) One light rail to go to St. Paul. Turn around once you've seen it. Come on back. Well, I mean, I don't know, A, why you're going to St. Paul, because there's nothing there. So going there and turning right around is the best choice you would make. So when they call Minneapolis and St. Paul the Twin Cities, it's like Minneapolis is the cute twin and St. Paul is the ugly twin. That's not how it works. Yeah. I mean, well, St. Paul's where all of the government officials are and like the boring stuff. And it all closes down at 530. And then everyone's like, let's go have fun in Minneapolis where all the cool people are, like Ooh. Prince when he was alive. Mm. <laughs> Still sad. Yeah. Speaking of sad, we have some Pokemon <laughs> news. <laughs> That's a segue. We have a new Pokemon, and we have to talk about that. Ugh. And we'll get to that. We'll do the other news first because. I mean, I don't... Tinfoil hat's ready, I guess. Because I don't know how... Like, anything we're going to talk about is just speculation. But I do have some interesting fa- uh, interesting data points about the new Pokemon that I found. Mm-hmm. So, well... Now, you know if you ever take your tinfoil hat off, the game is lost. So, <laughs> you should always have your tinfoil hat on at yeah, all times. Yeah, that's very true. So, everyone listening to this podcast, make yourself a tinfoil hat, because when we get to uh, the new Pokemon, we'll go from there. Uh, and the reason Pause. we are talking about it, sometimes we put like, oh, new Pokemon after uh, the end of the show, because sometimes we don't want to spoil things for new people. Uh, it was officially talked about by the head of Japan Pokemon Go Marketing on their Twitter, 
Um, can we just debate for a second that one tweet doesn't necessarily mean officially discussed? No, but when it's in a game, uh, after every region's community day ended, I feel like that's also grounds for officially talking about. Grounds for yeah. divorce is what it is. Goodbye, Greg. We're done. There was concern that there was, that this was a uh, mistake when it officially, when it, when it first appeared in Pokemon. Anyway, we'll get to it. There was concerns that this was an error, but they seem to happen in every region. How many community days are there? Three major ones? 50. I don't know. Well, there's like the Asian time zone and the European time zone and then the... Yeah, it's one community day. It's just the times that it occurs. Yeah, but but there's like obvious breaks. Because when it starts in America, it starts like 1 p.m. my time, but 2 p.m. your time will. But we're we're still doing the same community day, but we're not doing the same community day as Japan. Which starts at like 1 a.m. our time. Anyways, first bit of Pokemon news here is, I think we talked about this last week, but just a reminder because I know in two months everyone's going to be very salty that they missed it. But you can pick up your shiny Poiple at GameStop for a limited time. I had to do that. (laughs) (laughs) For a limited time, you get your code at your local GameStop to add shiny Poiple to your game. Most trainers who encountered the Ultra Beast Poiple in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon found its usual violet color. Starting on September 17th, you can get your hands on Shiny Poiple. And this will go until October 7th. I feel like it should change its name because it's not Poiple when it's shiny. That's very true. It's like Goiled. Goiled. <laughs> Goiled. You can do. I went right on the 17th, which I think was Monday. And they, my, the GameStop I went to already had like a poster up that said shiny Poiple and ask for codes. And as always, when you go to GameStop and you ask for your shiny Poiple code, you do not have to purchase anything. You do not have to pre-order anything. You do not have to check out their 50% off clearance section of, uh, Funko Funko Pops. Pops. (laughs) 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 If for some reason, a GameStop is making you pre-order or purchase something to get a code. Please report them to Nintendo They're, or or the Pokemon company. They both have contact areas. They are not allowed to do this. Don't. I, I always hear about one story, every distribution of my GameStop wouldn't give it to me unless I pre-ordered Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee or whatever. Don't. Those are bad employees. <laughs> bad. <laughs> Slap them on their wrist. Uh, speaking of Funko Pops, actually, Will, thank you for the transition. This is off comicbook.com. Our favorite uh, news source. Please, it, it is one of our favorite news. Please put your tinfoil, keep, please keep your tinfoil hats on. Several Pokemon, popular classic Pokemon could soon be turned into Funko Pop figures. A Redditor recently posted an image that appeared to list several new Pokemon Funko Pop figures on an ordering page. The figures include the original starter Pokemon Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, along with Meowth and Mewtwo, two of my favorite starters. The mysterious Meowth uh, and Mewtwo are not starters. The mysterious. I I just think there was a comma there, and the way I said it made it sound like the the mysterious M Chase figure could either be released. Uh, the mysterious M parentheses Chase close parentheses figure could also relate to. Uh, mute and either Mewtwo or Mew. Oh, I see, I see. So in the toy thing, it says Bulbasaur, but no R because that's too long. 
uh, Squirtle, because that fits uh, Charman. <laughs> which is, did my mom write this? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Meowth, Mewtwo, M, parenthesis, Chase, parenthesis, which now I'm trying to think of what that could be. M, M Chase? Chase. Me- if it was Mew, why wouldn't it just be Mew? It c- maybe like Mega Mewtwo? M Chase. Hmm. Flow and Jets 2 pack. And then King Trident. Oh, those might be other. Oh, those were Disney. Flow and Jet 2 pack is a Disney. My bad. No release dates or price were mentioned. Funko obtained the license to make pop figures of Pokemon earlier this year and released a Pikachu pop that was exclusive to Target. Funko stressed that they plan to take the future, uh, the release of future Pokemon figures slowly, even though there are 800 uh, different Pokemon and countless anime figures to choose from. The new figures could be timed with the release of Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, the new Nintendo Switch game that are set in the Kanto region to explore the very first Pokemon games. It is also possible that the M Chase figure could be Mewtwo in its unique mechanical suit, uh, which is how the Pokemon first appeared in the Pokemon anime and subsequently the Pokemon movie appearance. While the reference seems specific, that pop figure would be popular among fans who still tear up remembering the first movie. Um, M Chase. Hmm. I feel like we would have more knowledge than the uh, comicbook.com when it comes to Pokemon stuff, but I'm yeah, but drawing it's, a it's blank just there. open parentheses, M Chase? Yeah, it's M and, like, no space. It says M Chase. <sighs> Are you sure that's not an escape character? Escape the room? Are we doing an escape room? No, an escape <laughs> character is like when you want to show like a colon and you're in HTML and you have to do like a little thingy so that the HTML doesn't interpret it as HTML. Hmm. Misty? Here, here we go. Well, that's Instagram. M. Chase on Instagram. What? <laughs> Certainly not a Pokemon. <laughs> no. But we, she really enjoy, enjoys the outdoors. We have too, we have too much speculation to stay speculating about pop figures just know <laughs> just know they're gonna be poor quality and not very well done moving just know on there, there are more pop figures coming just know that oh, hold on before we move on are you you guys neither of you collect pop figures right i have a few specific ones i bet they're star wars look unique uh one is <laughs> thank you very much Will has Golden Girl pop figures. I hate the Golden Girls, number one. <laughs> and number two, I have zero pop fi- figures. And if I were um, ever to get pop figures, they certainly would not be the Golden Girls. Number two, we have all the Golden Girls pop figures, and they're over at my friend Anne's house, where they are currently staying until the next person in the Golden Girls quartet of my friends takes them and displays them at their house. Whoa. All right, final question. Are Pokemon pop figures enough to make you buy pop figures? No. They're not cute. I mean, here's the thing. Some are okay. Like, the Target Pikachu pop was okay. It wasn't great. The thing is, is that they all look the same. Like, there is probably more interest in the Pokemon ones because they can't just make them standard human figure with a different set of clothes. I mean, they've done other stuff. Like, they've they've gone outside the humanoid things before when they go outside they're usually more interesting but they i mean pop 
Funko Pop has a terrible problem of them not standing correctly. They tend to fall over. They're not easy to display. They're very... You're not supposed to take them out of the box. Yeah. It's just like, the. Honestly, if I ever, if anyone ever gave me one of these Golden Girl Funko Pops, I would start a bonfire in the backyard and make sure that they all melted completely into a pile of slush. Uh, please send all your new Pokemon Funko plop- Pops to uh, 12605 West North Avenue, Box 211, Brookfield, Wisconsin, 53005. <laughs> I don't want to buy them, but I'll be happy to take them. Wow. <laughs> I got a new P.O. box, is what I'm saying. Uh, this is off Pokemon.gamespress.com. It's just like the UK slash non-American way to get Pokemon news, I suppose. This has still not been announced for Americas as of this recording. Take that with a grain of salt. I mean, like, this is official, but also, like, Pokemon Company America has not acknowledged Zara Aura yet. But here we go. London, United Kingdom, September 20th. The Pokemon Company International today has confirmed details on the forthcoming Pokemon trading card game expansion Sun and Moon Lost Thunder set against the backdrop of Forest Hills alive with the fragrance of incense and ancient shrines and sparks of high-voltage Pokemon. Scheduled to release on the 2nd of November, this latest expansion includes Prism Star variants of Celebi and Ditto, alongside Blacephalon GX, Lugia GX, Tyranitar GX, and the newest mythical Pokemon, Zeraora GX. Sun and Moon Lost Thunder will feature 210 cards, which is one of the biggest sets ever, 7 powerful Prism cards, including Stadiums, 13 GX cards and four Pokemon GX cards and four Ultra Beasts and more than 20 different trainer cards. In addition, Zera Aura will be available for owners of Pokemon Ultra Sun and Pokemon Ultra Moon from October. Simply visit one of the participating retailers between October 1st and November 15th to receive a secret code and add this lightning fast mythical Pokemon to your team. Zeraora will come with the following stats. Level 50. Know the moves Plasma Fists, Thunder Punch, Close Combat, and Thunder have the ability Volt Absorb and will hold the held item Air Balloon. What's Plasma Fist? I know. This is a new thing. Uh, I think it's an exclusive move that will probably only be exclusive for five years and they'll give it to every other Pokemon. <laughs> probably less than five years. It is an exclusive move. I'm reading about it on Bulbapedia. What does it do? Plasma Fists inflicts damage. In the remainder of the current turn, all normal-type moves will become electric-type, including status-type. Wow. Oh, that's the really sec- cool. Yeah, the secondary effect does not affect moves whose type change by Pixelate, Regenerate, Aerialite, or Galvanize. But it affects moves whose type has been changed by Normalize. So if you Plasma Punch something, is it Plasma? Plasma, plasma Fists. And then they try to sing you. It turns it into an electric type move. But since you have volt, the volt absorb, you just heal. Heal. Yep. It's really cool. It's almost like Pokemon puts thought into some of their Pokemon. Eh, let's not let's not get <laughs> oh, crazy. Wait. Sing is not damaging. It has to be a damaging electric type move for volt absorb. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, return. Yep. Goodbye, Kangaskhan. Yeah, <laughs> take garbage. that, and your child. <laughs> So that's cool. 
I think the set also releases same time in uh, the United States, November 2nd. I don't remember TCG sets getting released at different times. I would expect probably sometime this week, if not by the time this episode comes up, we'll have some more information about uh, Zara Aura in the United States. Uh, where did they say you could pick this up? Uh, simply go to a participating retailer. And it doesn't say what retailer uh, here. It says part- participating independent retailers. Oh, they have a they have a Pokemon.uk locator. I'm assuming for us it'll be GameStop for United States listeners. And I don't know, um, I know Zara Aura you could get from seeing the movie in Japan. I don't know if there was another way to get it outside of that. I don't know if they did a deal with 7-Eleven or something. Pokemon Company loves 7-Eleven in Japan. Probably because they're at like every corner. Uh, but just keep your eyes peeled. I get uh, eyes peeled this week. I'm sure we'll hear something about that. All right. We did it. We think. did it. Oh, wait, no. Okay, we still have time. I was looking. I thought we were at 30 minutes. We still got time. I didn't want to start talking about this Pokemon Go stuff before the break, but we got different Pokemon Go stuff to talk about. All right. This is off PokemonGoLive.com. The mythical Pokemon Deoxys transforms into EX Raids. This is exciting in two parts. One is because people always second-guessed whether Deoxys was mythical or not. Because for some reason, if you put a mythical Pokemon in a game like Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, it loses its ability to be mythical. I don't know. Correct. No. (laughs) Yes, this is true. (laughs) No, it is not. It is not mythical anymore. It is mythical. Uh, I think a good, I think I've, have I said this on the podcast? I know Greg watches the streams a lot and I say this on stream. An easy way to tell if a Pokemon is mythical is so far, as of this recording, Pokemon things can always change. No mythical Pokemon has a hidden ability. They all only have just one ability. And every legendary Pokemon, with the exception of two that I've looked at, has a hidden ability. Like Suicune and Mewtwo and Rayquaza. Uh, Xerneas and Yivatal don't have hidden abilities, which is weird. Zygarde does, though. Zygarde, ha- or either, either Zygarde has a hidden ability or its ability changes depending on dog or, or whatever form, but every other legendary Pokemon has hidden abilities. What were the newest ones? Oh, like Tapu Koko. Oh, Tapu Koko. The Tapus might not have, but... Oh, Tapu Koko does have a hidden ability. It has telepathy. So I would assume that Tapu Bulu and Tapu Fini also have hidden abilities. They do. It's telepathy. Tapu Lele, telepathy, okay. Yeah, I think that's like a good way. But anyways, surprise, surprise, Type Null does not have a hidden ability. Just in case somebody's going to write in to correct me. What about Savali? Also not. Yeah, but those are daily. Those are like man-made. They're not, they're not cool. They're not made from <laughs> nature like other Pokemon. They're not nature-made. I'm very curious why, though, Xerneas and Evatel don't have hidden abilities. Anyways, the mythical Pokemon Deoxys transforms into EX Raids. It's time to prepare for a new challenge from a powerful mythical Pokemon originally discovered in the Hoenn region. The DNA Pokemon Deoxys will arrive for EX Raid battles. This psychic-type mythical Pokemon will be available to challenge in its normal form, beginning the next raid cycle of EX Raid invitations. Are you new to EX Raids? Question mark. You can become eligible to receive an EX raid when you win a raid battle at a qualifying gym. From now on, you'll be able to see which gyms can host EX raids through a handy tag when you look at the gym details. EX raid passes will give you the date and time when you will be able to challenge Deoxys, 
So mark your calendar and prepare your Pokemon for an epic battle. Ah, uh, you really, you lost me at the word epic. Battling, De- <laughs> Battling Deoxys will be difficult and require trainers to take advantage of every opportunity and maybe get a little help from a friend. From now on, when you receive an EX Raid Pass, you will be able to invite one friend to go with you. Keep in mind that invites can only be sent to ultra friends or best friends. So don't forget to battle with friends, send gifts, trade Pokemon to build that friendship level. Do you have what it takes? Best of luck, trainers. The Axis's normal form is waiting. Oh. Yeah, it's just normal that form Deoxys, so I'm going to pass until they come out with the other forms. So this is interesting because, one, they've changed EX raids. Well, okay, <laughs> let's back up. A lot of people don't like EX raids. And like I me. W- I would assume that most of those people, they just don't have constant raid groups. and like or. Me. They live in a rural area where maybe they only have one or two gyms in their town, and neither of those gyms are EX Raids. Like Greg. I live in an urban town, and I have been invited to EX Raids, and I have not been able to go to either. And I'm not going <laughs> to, sh- once again, share my tales of woe, but it's dumb. Uh, I've been invited to 13 EX Raids. I've gone to 11 of them. Two of them I, were out of, I was out of town for. I'm fortunate enough that I have two... I have two sprint stores near me. One is in a mall. One is like next to a Target that I go to. Both are very accessible. Anytime there's a one or two star raid, I do it. I just happen to get the EX raid invite. That's fine. There was constant demand for Niantic to not do EX raids again when Mewtwo left EX raids. Mewtwo, by the way, now available in normal raids. People were hoping that this would go away, but they're, they're not. It hasn't gone away. Deoxys is here. I think... We've all talked about that we agreed Deoxys was probably going to be the next EX Raid Pokemon. Interesting that they said normal form. So I believe there are four four forms of Deoxys. Speed, attack, defense, and normal. Yep. Uh, if I recall correctly. So I'm assuming maybe those will rotate. I guess we'll find out after the first wave goes out whether they'll rotate or not. Or maybe after a month they'll rotate it. I not 100% sure how that's going to work or if that's going to work at all. They could just do normal form and then sit on the other three forms for a couple years. Who knows? I doubt that, but we'll see. But they did change it to the fact that if you get a raid pass, you can invite a friend, which I think is amazing. I think that's really cool. Greg? What? You're going to invite me to a raid so I can drive to Milwaukee? (laughs) You would do it. You would totally do it. I would not. Milwaukee stinks. I mean, it that's is not true. It is. It is cool, though. If I did get an EX raid and you just happen to be visiting, I could be like, yes. oh, I'm definitely bringing Greg. Because then instead of me being like, oh, Greg, uh, I know we're supposed to spend the, the day together. That's great. We're going to do some Pokemon Go together. But, you know, at 2 p.m., we're going to have to drive to the other side of the Milwaukee. You're going to sit there in the car as I do this sweet, as Niantic put it, <laughs> epic battle. Epic. Epic battle. I'm gonna get Deoxys, and then we can continue hanging. And then out. we can continue playing. Yes, which you would have done to me up until this point. <laughs> Don't deny it. I like how he laughs when it's 100 percent true. <laughs> but there are situations, right, where like you go out and you do ra- like you don't yeah. do raids with your friend group, but they might have done some raids, but they get invites and they can invite you or vice versa. I think it's really cool. I, I like think it's good that. that they're expanding it. I'm. The, my only concern is the raid caps at 20. 
So if they send out 20 invites and five of them invite people, so 25 people show up, how does that affect the group dynamic being able to take on an EX rate? Like, cause if you divide up, that's a tough division and no, might not be enough people. You're still fine. I did. So as somebody who's done a lot of Mewtwo EX raids, uh, the, I don't know if you've done Mewtwo now. I did uh, Mewtwo. I, yes. Mewtwo has like 60,000 CP. Uh, Mewtwo in the EX raid had like 41,000. So significantly less. And we were able to do Mewtwo pretty easily with like six or seven people in an EX raid. Whereas six and seven people, I'm sure I don't write in. I don't want to hear about your amazing level 40 raid groups with all perfect legacy move Gengars taking out Mewtwo. I get it. You could probably do it with like four people. <laughs> with like 12 with like twelve or 13 people who are maybe just casual Pokemon Go fans, that that would be a little bit tough because of the 60,000 CP. Um, my mom was in a raid group of 13 people and... I mean, they finished with like 30 seconds left, but uh, the EX raids were significantly easier. Uh, so if there's 25 people breaking into two groups of 12, that should be fine. There shouldn't be any concern there. Uh, I do like that. I, I, I like the EX raid passes. I think it's great that now you can see what is an EX gym, what is not an EX gym. So there's no... Anytime you have to like use Pokemon Go outside of Pokemon Go, it's kind of like, ugh, okay... Gotta find a Discord, gotta find a Facebook, gotta find some Reddit post that tells me which gyms are EX raids, which ones are not. This is great. Tells you which ones are EX raids. I'll be curious what the rotation schedule, if there is any for Deoxys, since there are multiple forms. Uh, the one thing I did want to point out, though, that this is a mythical Pokemon. Currently, in Pokemon Go, you cannot trade mythical Pokemon. So that's interesting of how that's going to work also you can't throw away your Mew or your Celebi if you've unlocked them so can you throw away your Deoxys because if you're doing a lot of Deoxyses and they're mythical why so would you, you want to throw it away for candy like hey oh. I got like eight of them I only need one of them is really good if I throw away these seven I get the candy I get my box space back so if Mewtwo has been moved into normal raid rotation. Does that make it tradable? You could always trade Mewtwo because it's just it's just a it's just legendary like Zapdos. The difference between Mewtwo's that were in EX raids and Mewtwo's that are out now, the only difference um, would be their move set. Uh, so Mewtwo used to be able to know Shadow Ball or Hyper Beam. And Mewtwo can no longer learn that. So if you have Mewtwo's with Shadow Ball or Hyper Beam, they came from an EX raid, whereas now Mewtwo learns like Psychic, Focus Blast, Flamethrower, Thunderbolt, Ice Beam. Um, and you can switch through those moves with the charged TMs. The newer Mewtwo's cannot learn Shadow Ball, which is probably the best move that Mewtwo can learn. I guess Psychic is fine, but there are, I believe, better Psychic Pokemon to use in raids other than Mewtwo. But Psychic at least gets the stab. Focus Punch is okay if you're, like, fighting a Tyranitar, I suppose. But yeah, you can trade Mewtwo's. But are they saying you can't trade Deoxys? Well, right now in the game, you when you try to trade somebody, it'll say you cannot trade mythical Pokemon. Deoxys is classified as mythical. Huh. Well, maybe we'll get back to this discussion of whether it really is mythical or not. 
No, hmm. it is oh, mythical. It's the only mythical you can get in a game, not through a distribution. Oh, it's also the only mythical you can trade in Pokemon Go and turn into that's, candy. That's mm. not true. Suddenly, the arguments erode. I mean, you can get Celebi in Pokemon Crystal, and that's mythical. So Deoxys is not the only one. Hmm. I'm also. I also think you could get Darkrai in Platinum Dark for a real long time. It was an event at one point, though. It was an event. I mean, I have it. Well, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. Enjoy your Deoxys EX raids. Hopefully you guys get invites. Um, I won't. If it happens, cool. Invite your friends. It'll be cool. Uh, we'll see if this goes. We'll see, I guess, in a, in a couple weeks whether people like this more or not. I think it's cool. It seems cool. Okay, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we got some Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee news and uh, a new Pokemon to talk about. So we will be right back. Hey, uh, what do you guys think about pumpkin spice? Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Frosted flakes. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Mini weed. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Frosted flakes. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Pop tarts. Pumpkin spice. Get ready. Pumpkin spice. Doctor Pepper. Pumpkin spice, frosted flakes, pumpkin spice, we got the peppermint mocha. And we are back from our break. There's a new trailer for Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. I have this another off, new trailer, another one. I have this off of um, Bulbapedia. Well, it just breaks down the trailer so I can re- read it easily instead of like trying to skim the trailer explaining what's happening. So this is details about Pokemon Go connectivity in Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee were announced in Pokemon's latest trailer video, which you can see on YouTube, by the way. Uh, detailing Details about sending Pokemon, catching Pokemon, especially legendary Pokemon, were inter- and, and the introduction of Go Parks were showcased. Players will be able to send any Kanto Pokemon caught in Pokemon Go, including their Alolan forms, over to Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. These Pokemon will be able to be recaptured at Go Park, which replaces Safari Zone in Fuchsia City. The Go Park is compromised of 20 parks, each which can house 50 Pokemon. However, this is a one-way process. You can use multiple Pokemon Go accounts to transfer Pokemon. We knew about that part, but... If the player transfers 25 of the same species, they can play a little minigame in its play yard, which involves leading all the Pokemon to a goal in a time limit. If the players beat the minigame, they will be awarded with various candy, which they can use to power a Pokemon. In the Nintendo Switch, it doesn't really say what kind of candy. Uh, in the Nintendo Switch games, there are stat, there are stat and species-specific species candies. A quick candy will increase the speed of the stat, Will increase the speed stat. The players can also earn candies by sending them to Professor Oak. Alolan Pokemon won't be available in the wild in Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, so players must transfer the Alolan Pokemon forms from Pokemon Go. The trailer also showcased how legendary encounters will work. Players will need to defeat Pokemon, which which will subsequently trigger a catch encounter, which works like the Pokemon Go catch screen. There are also special cutscenes for legendary Pokemon, so that's pretty cool. Uh, with the le- let's let's start backwards, I guess. Um, 
the legendary stuff is cool because you have to actually battle the legendary Pokemon, knock it out, and then you're able to catch it, which is a little bit, which is different than what we've had in the past, right? Yes. In the main series games. Yeah, where you specifically did not want you to knock it out. You could not knock it out. You try to get it to one HP, then you try to catch it, then you in have the other extreme. Beast ball for fun. Then the, but beast ball for fun. Then the other extreme is to uh, just throw Pokeballs at it, like in Pokemon Go, where you can just use raspberries and stuff. What do you guys think about the battling it, then catching it mechanic? I mean, that's better than what happened to me when I was first playing Pokemon Yellow and I came across Articuno and I killed it because I didn't know what it was. And that was the end of it. No more Articuno for Will. I know it comes back like after defeating the Elite Four or something, but at that time, I didn't know that. And I kept looking for that bird over and over and over again. Um, I did like the cutscenes. I think those look really cool. It's a, like, like really shows scenes. like interactivity. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think for what seems to be a slightly more simplified game, the knock it out and then catch it mechanic makes sense. I have definitely had complaints from casual Pokemon fans. I've talked about this before. Of like, I got the Pokemon to red. I put it to sleep. Why? How is it popping out of the ball? How how is a Pokemon asleep popping out of the ball? And they were very frustrated with the catch mechanics. I'm not saying that that one example is everyone, but it is a valid frustration. The catch mechanics aren't really that different. I mean, there's no, there was no indication that it's not going to happen just like in Pokemon Go, which is you have X amount of balls and it has a chance to run. It's the same mechanic. You just don't have to worry about pulling back your attacks with this one, but then you do have to potentially worry about it running. Or you running out of ball. Like in Pokemon Go, you can run out of, you know, the 15 or 11 or 9 Premier Balls that you got and then go to another raid because you didn't catch it. And there's not a whole lot you can do about it. Like, you can get that percentage down just like you can when you get it down to one sliver. Then get it to sleep so that you have the highest percentage chance of catching it. You could still not catch it. That still happens in Pokemon Go. You can Golden Raspberry it, curve it, and still not hit that percentage point. It can pop out. It's Hold the your finger same on the problem. screen. Wait for it to attack. It's at the excellent throw position. Then you... Toss the ball with your other finger. Oh, these people are ridiculous. I mean, both are increasing your chances, but there's still a chance it's going to break out. It isn't a different mechanic per se. The only difference is, is that you you don't have to worry about the battle mechanic with this one. And that's not that big of a difference, in my opinion. It's It seems radical and new because, oh, I can just all-out attack, but then I have to go into a still percentage-based chance of catching it, even if I do everything right. But you had so yeah. much fun battling it, right? Did you? Like, <laughs> Also, for I the mean, people arguing about like a Pokemon that's asleep popping out of a Pokeball, if you're looking for logic and science and reality-based activity in your gameplay... Turn the 3DS off, turn the Switch off, put your phone down, step away from the Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't be upset that they're trying new things. I mean, I'm not upset that they're trying new things. I mean, I think people are giving it, wait, like, 
oh, this is so much better, or this is such a radical departure. I, I don't think the one change to the battle mechanic is that big of a change. Just having to get it to one hit point or no hit points, <laughs> you know, is not that right. Huge. <laughs> not that drastic. It's just instead of using all swipe six times, you're just going to use your normal moves. <laughs> the, bringing the 25 Pokemon of the same species, uh, having a mini game, that seems really cool. Uh, it says you're rewarded with various candy. It doesn't really go in depth, nor does the trailer show that. Uh, I would love to do this, except I have zero s- space. I Pokemon Go needs to increase the cap from 1,500 to 2,000 because I am juggling between 100 spots of free space at a time. Well, get rid of all your non-Kanto Pokemon. I and No, I, I also find it very hard. I have... No, I'm not even exaggerating. I have like 25 Articunos. I find it really hard to throw Articuno away. <sighs> I have over 200 unknowns. I just just also, trade them. I who who I can I would love to trade them, but no one in my area is asking for unknowns. I don't even want anything. I have anything. no unknowns. I'll trade you unknown. I got a bunch. What letter do you want? I got 15 different letters. I just need them to increase the bag storage. But this sounds exciting. The minigame looked really cute. Uh, I'll be curious if it does anything else besides candy. Of course, I don't think the Pokemon company is showing their whole hand at this point. Um, We already knew that it was a one-way process. We already knew you could use multiple accounts. Uh, It looks like GoPark can house, what, 50 times 20? Basic math, 1,000 Pokemon? Mm Mm-hmm. Alolan Pokemon must be transferred. That's, I mean, I think we knew that as well. Yeah, I was speculating that this Kanto event was kind of a precursor to Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, because it was like, catch all the Kanto Pokemon you can, because now you're going to be able to use them in this new game, and they'll probably have another Kanto event when it comes out or something. Yeah. Yeah. I I like, I don't have 25 of one. Pokemon, <laughs> my Pokemon. I don't no. anymore because I can't. I all dumped of them. them. I got twenty-five Articuno. Do you think they can all follow me in a minigame? <laughs> oh, I hope so. Probably stream that. It's probably something weird, where like legendary Pokemon, it doesn't work for or something. Yeah, but I, I with with the introduction of lucky Pokemon too, I feel it feel like it feels really weird to throw out Pokemon from two thousand seventeen because two thousand eighteen is almost over and now uh, then it will be two thousand nineteen and those will have a higher chance of being lucky. So I just find it difficult to throw away Pokemon. I guess it's a if good only problem. They had to like have. an online system where you could transfer the Pokemon but also get them back out of it. Hmm, to help hmm. you manage your space. Oh, hmm. like a like a bank solution. Kind of like a bank, yeah. Like I could put my Pokemon in, and then they gain interest, and then I can withdraw them later. So a couple people from the UK got invited to play, I believe they had a two-hour play session of Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Joe from Serebii was one of those people. Uh, Joe wrote up... We've had Joe on the show twice. I've met Joe in person at Pokemon Worlds. Very nice guy. I have told him to his face his website sucks. It looks like it's from 1996. He always tells me, come on, it looks like it's at least 2006. I mean, it's at least 2006. I will give him that. Uh, it's it's rough. I mean, it's, it's rough. I'll give I get, you that. I get why he doesn't change it. 
but man in a in a in a such a mobile dominant age i can't imagine visiting that site on my iphone i've and tried it's just a side note i saw joe tweet the other day that let's go eevee let's go pikachu not as much traffic as previous games and the only thing i could think was like we are in a very mobile dominant era of web browsing it could be maybe because people aren't excited at the other games or it could just be like your site is unbearable on mobile and that could be like part of the reason like there was a huge difference between x and y to like now whereas like handheld device mobile devices are much bigger and much more dominant and i don't know but joe wrote up a uh wrote up something you could check it out on Cerebi. a bunch of sites just copied and pasted it on their thing uh i asked joe a couple questions about it and i didn't get the answers i wanted but one of my questions was could you buy repels in the pokemart and he said you know i didn't go into any pokemarts and i was like what you had two hours with this game and you didn't go into a pokemart so i don't know if repels are a thing (laughs) it is something i don't think they would be right because you could just yeah because you can just avoid them but yeah that's true i just wonder about the ones that run after you yeah, that's that, that's an that's an interesting thing, is, but he did say okay. So this was the other thing. I asked him two questions. I said, "Can you buy repels in a Pokemart?" He said he didn't go into any Pokemarts, which was a bummer. Um, and then he said that there was an incense-like item, like in Pokemon Go, where it actually attracts more Pokemon. And I said, before, well, I asked the, "Could you buy repels in a Pokemart?" And I said, "Hey, could you buy those incense in the stores?" And he said, "Oh, I didn't check." And then I said, well, could you buy repels? And then he said, I didn't actually go into a Pokemart. And I was like, well, that, my, two, my two questions. My <laughs> two questions. The only answer. things I want to know were the Pokemart shopping options. I want to, yeah, I need to know the stores. Uh, they, he did play two hours. He was able to go as far as Brock, it looks like. In the game demo, demo I was only able to play through the first two hours back to the end of Brock's gym. That meant there wouldn't be more exploring. It does continue much like Pokemon Yellow does, the progression that we know going from Pallet Town through Viridian City up to the gym after the forest, and there's a small demo route on Route 6 that let you showcase local cooperative gameplay. He went on to say, first, mechanically, the battles work previous... The battle work... The battles work pretty much the exact same as previous main series games, and the physical special split is still remaining intact. IVs fully appear to be within the game, but the time limit of the early part of the game, it's impossible to completely determine if the IV spread is identical to the games since Ruby and Sapphire. EVs are a different story. At the present, it's hard to say what the situation of EVs. After some battles, a plus one appeared in such uh, stats like speed or attack. The plus one is also added when you're obtaining candy from transferring Pokemon. Uh, But as many people suspected, there are no held items in the game. And there is no option to make a Pokemon hold an item. Uh, this means items that you come to expect, like Choice Band, will not be able to be found. In addition, abilities are also not in the game. So I want to stop there. We know that Mega Evolutions are in the game. Those are based off held items. There must be something else to determine yeah. that. But yeah. during, I don't know if it's, I, I've read over this I read over his thing again. I can't remember if it was in this article or if he he tweeted a bunch of stuff too. I can't remember what he said, but he said the UK Nintendo representatives or the Pokemon, I should say the Pokemon company because he went to the UK Pokemon 
company office. They did say that this game, they really didn't want to focus on battling at all, and that was a choice. So that's why they didn't decide to put in held items or uh, abilities, and they really wanted to focus on the collecting aspect of this game. Well, that sounds more like Pokemon Go, doesn't it? Yep. So, of course, there are probably people who listen or people on the internet that refuse to believe that this is a main series game, which is such un- like unfathomable at this point to be like, the the developers, the actual Pokemon company gets to decide what's main series and what's not main series. They're saying this is main series, but I personally don't see an issue with that. They're saying that abilities and, and held items are not completely gone. They're going to come back in the next game. But they took them out because at the end of the day, this game seems to be a stepping stone, a first game for a lot of people. And I think that's okay. And every game the Pokemon company makes or signs on or decides to produce doesn't have to be for everyone. Just look at how many people didn't bother to play Pokemon Shuffle or Pokemon Duel or Detective Pikachu or Pokemon Troze. Like, not every game that is under the Pokemon brand is a game you need to play. That's okay to skip. I think the only difference here is that they are stressing that it is a core main game. And I think a lot of people tend to say, I always play the core games. And I think this feels like the first game that is considered a main game or a core game that is designed for a very different subset of players. Whereas most of the previous games have always been very focused on their existing fan base. So, like, I get people's weirdness about calling it a main game because this is, I think, the first time they sort of stepped away from their standard formula for a main series game. And it's a pretty big step. Like, I'm kind of bummed that there aren't abilities. Um, Because I think they add a lot to the game. I think held items is whatever, because it's not combat-focused. But I do think, since you do have to deal with combat, you do have to deal with gyms, you do have to deal with legendary encounters, to take away the abilities part takes away a lot more of the strategy, I think, that comes with the games. So I, I get people's trepidations around this as a core game and that it is very much out of the normal core game design philosophy but but my, arg- my argument would be if it's a remake of yellow and if somebody was dying to replay yellow or even red and blue abilities and held items didn't exist in that game yeah but in previous remakes they've updated it and included the new thing yeah so like, like uh, Gold, can Soul i, Shirt, uh, can I point stuff? to uh omega ruby alpha sapphire when omega i could ruby sapphire customize my character they didn't a- change everything but they updated it with a lot of the new mechanics thank you very much not enough HMs. still they didn't take it they didn't take a step back from the battling mechanics of the games like omegas were in omega ruby alpha sapphire like they kept a lo- they kept the splits they kept fairy type like they kept those things and they aren't doing it for this they kept yeah. a- well they are keeping a lot of things for this there's no hms they are they, the the physical special split is here the i am sure there's fairy type i actually don't have like a written sentence saying like jigglypuff was fairy type i'm sure i could find it if i looked for it but 
No, for me, it's very similar to like if there's my analogy would be like it's like a long running comic book series. And then for one set of episodes or stories or whatever, they're like, we're going to have this guest artist and writer come in and they're going to do their take on Spider-Man. And it's like still part of the Spider-Man universe, but just done in a different way. And it's like, yeah, we're going to get back to the old author and artist, but here's an enjoyable break. But the story still counts. It's still part of the whole melange. So just enjoy it. But there are things that they've gone outside of and done before like you could say well this is the this is the oddball in all the main series games because it's missing x y and z but then you can look at the whole catalog of main series games and you can say well like black and white 2 is an oddball because out of all the main series games like this one is actually a sequel and not a quote-unquote enhanced version yeah we're all missing pokemon z because they never made it they ripped us off correct they ripped us off. And they we don't have Pokemon Gray. They ripped us <laughs> off with the sequel. So while, I, I mean, while there were isn't... a lot of people that were upset about that too. Like what? No Z? No Z, no Gray. Black and White 2 was, you know, oh, I have to buy two games. There I mean, it's it, it's all the same complaint. Really. I mean, Do you it know, is I a just change. realized they could have solved that entire problem if they had made Pokemon Gray and made one version G-R-E-Y and the other version G-R-A-Y? <laughs> they could have, yes. Nabbit. This is why they need to hire you. They could have made Pokemon Z-E-E and Pokemon Z. Never Z. Okay, okay, okay. buy Z if you don't have to. People who say main main series things aside, right? I, I, I 100% agree with you greg in there are there's these there's a fan base that feels bummed i can uh what's i have empathy for you and your your argument of i am a player i play every main series game and this one doesn't feel like a main series game compared to the last i don't know how many main series games are there 20 something like that I had the I have the argument of okay they there there are anomalies already black and white two is an actual sequel no other games have a sequel but if you look at other game franchises Final Fantasy specifically I think those fans went through the same thing of everything up to ten was almost the same it was a turn based role playing game and then eleven really like just shattered that mold of that's this is an MMO. And then yeah, but 12 came back and the amount of people the... that were upset about Final Fantasy 2 will rival this. Oh yeah, there are there are there are Final Fantasy fans that I know that don't count 11 and 14 Correct. as like main but they but they are. <laughs> they are numbered Final Fantasies that fit between 1 through 15 and even 15. Oh, even 15 not turn-based? No, 15's not. 15 That's why and I it. 13 and 12 are a really different battle system than, you know, 1 through 10. Mhm. And there are probably they probably did lose. They probably when they did that, they did, did probably lose. They did. Final Fantasy fans. Um but I think if you're a company and you're trying to get more people, you might have to, like... No, this. I mean, this is true. This is how businesses work. They take a risk to potentially bring in 
more customers while trying to mitigate losing existing customers. Every business across the world is always looking for new customers. And so games like this are a part of doing business. I don't disagree there. I do think people are valid in their emotional reactions to it. I think people, whenever a company makes a change to anything, they are always calculating the level of risk of losing the people who will pay a ton of money no matter what, their existing customers. And I think Pokemon Let's Go is a prime example of that principle of them trying to strike a balance to gain a new audience hold while not losing a large section of their existing customer base. And I think the fact that a probably very familiar core game will come out in 2019 and that they've been talking about that this heavily is their way of mitigating that loss of existing customers because they know they're going to really anger existing hardcore. You always give us money and we can account on your sale. They know that they're risking that. But it is part of doing business. Certainly is. You got to evolve in this environment or you die. I mean, Final Fantasy, you're right. They did it and they lost business. But, you know, they also did it in less ways when they put out like Final Fantasy Tactics, when they did side games or still somewhat core games, but then, you know, said, hey, this is a different game mechanic and we'll be coming back with this core mechanic here. But you know, they read the tea leaves about how popular MMOs were and really changed their game figure because that was a much larger market than their existing customer base. That it's just, it's it's how businesses work. And what stinks is people think that they have a lot more say over what a business does than they actually do. <laughs> Unless you are a shareholder and also a shareholder who votes, uh, which is not every shareholder, Mm -mm. Your voice really doesn't matter at all. I mean, the biggest voice you have is not buying the game. If sales are terrible, then they'll think, well, that was a bad experiment. We did not, not only did we lose existing customers, but we did not gain enough new customers to get that back. So we will never make that type of game again. And which we, of course, we already know that sales are going to be insane because all the Pokemon Go players and people who haven't played previous Pokemon games but have been playing Pokemon Go are going to go whole hog on Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Well, that's what they're banking on. A portion of them are. Yeah. I mean, they're banking on it. We don't know that that's going to happen, but they're banking on it. And they're also banking on 2019 to tell the real picture because if Let's Go actually converted them into full-time core series game players and they see a huge boost in their 2019 sales, then they know that they have something. But if those people don't translate into 2019 Gen 8 sales, then they know that, you know, it the gameplay is too different. It didn't translate enough. You know, there's a lot to be said about how that sales and customer uh I'm trying to the word. Yeah. It, it plays into the decisions that they make. And I'm sure there's some marketing company out there that got paid a lot, a lot of money to do market research on Pokemon Go players uh, and ask them, like, you know, if we were to make a Switch game, would you buy it? Would you buy a Switch? Would you, like, invest in it? And then for also 
people who play regular Pokemon but haven't played Pokemon Go, like, would you play a Pokemon Go-based game on the Switch? And then they, like, calculated through all those numbers together and said, ka-ching, ka-ching, profit. Yep. <laughs> Capture is relatively simple. There's a lure item that will last a few minutes, which increases wild Pokemon spawns, and pinap berries will increase the chance of finding an item after catching a Pokemon. These items are typically berries. The capture element is pretty much the same as in previous demos, but the ability to see the Pokemon was much more refreshing experience, allowing players to avoid the encounters if they are so inclined. The wild encounters do seem to provide a bit more experience than traditional trainer battles. Uh, Pokemon also react differently based on your species, while some are docile. Some are docile, while others will charge at you or Abra will teleport away from spots. The trainer battles will also end if Pokeballs being given in uh the trainer battles will also end with Pokeballs being given in order to continue capturing. Uh, a couple of things that I saw that Joe was saying on Twitter or uh Joe was in his girlfriend's Twitch stream answering questions. He did say Pokemon like J- Jigglypuff would float up in the air and you couldn't like run into Jigglypuff until it would like ho- like float back down. Uh, hmm. And then he also said Pokemon uh, such as Growlithe would run in a circle, like trying to chase its tail. So there was a lot of really unique animations per Pokemon based on their attributes and their personalities. Uh, he, Joe believes uh, that the Pokemon in the overworld existing will continue on through Gen 8. He said that was a change that they seemed very confident in when he played the demo. And it seemed like a more, I know we've talked about this before of how like wild battles are just not, it's just a very old RPG mechanic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it is. What if the new Pokemon game in 2019 goes full MMO and like real time battling, not turn based? (laughs) Oh dear. Uh, despite my best efforts, I couldn't quite determine the the mechanics behind comboing Pokemon, catching Pokemon of the same species consecutively. I got a bunch of 13 with a Caterpie, but I can't say for sure if it boosted IVs or did uh, any further capture chances. A combo is broken if the Pokemon flees. Combat points are pretty much the same in Pokemon Go, and like Pokemon Go, they're just a quick visual representation of stats, taking on the Pokemon's levels, stats, and any stat boots. The partner Pokemon do appear to have larger base stats. By comparing a wild Pikachu with the starter Pikachu at the same level, there's a vast difference. Jesse, James, and Meowth will appear in Viridian City. However, they just just replace the old man who needs coffee, then shows you how to catch a Pokemon. You still will not battle them until Mount Moon. As the shown in the information released at the June in E3, you will need to have a grass or water type Pokemon before entering Pewart City Gym. However, this is only needed to first enter and isn't required for your actual team against battling Brock or his other gym leaders. So any fears uh, of this ridiculously easy hand-holding can be laid to rest. Good old Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Pewter city. Pewter. Oh, what did I say? Pewert. Oh, my bad. You were giving your first customization options, the sports wearing, uh, the sports wear matching the default outfit by the trainer, uh, by the rival's sister as you leave Pallet Town. Items are grouped into multiple categories. 
the bo- the Pokemon box in your bag as capture items. There's there are items such as berries, balls, healing items, battle items such as guard spec. Oh man, X attack and stuff is still back. Megastones, candy, and so forth. With this, you can also have items in other categories such as lures, town maps, fossils, other key items. Uh, which pre as with previous games, each gender option contains four different options of character skin tone. That's good to hear. Uh, there are some play of support functions where a second player can play the game. They're following Pokemon as the second in your party, and you share the same six in battle. In this mode, the second player can also the second player also cannot interact with items or wild Pokemon or trainers. This is Joe's word. These are all Joe's words, not mine, of course. Overall, the game is clearly a main series Pokemon game, just with a few tweaks to lure in uninitiated audiences. It's not a game, it's not a competitive game some players want, but it's at its soul a true Pokemon game. So I think that answers some questions. So no no held items, no hit, no abilities, but battles seem to be the same. Catching is slightly different, of course, but I only played five minutes of it at at uh, Pokemon Worlds. It felt like Pokemon Yellow. It did not feel like Pokemon Go. I liked it, but I I like anything. <laughs> that is, is not true. true. You do not like anything. Uh, I mean, he doesn't like vegetables, but I mean, in Pokemon terms, he pretty much likes. Yeah, he, you like. Yeah, well, you know, let's talk about his Gen Three hate for a while. I mean, I oh, don't. That's ugh, true. Gale of Darkness, not great. So let's let's eat them words there. You know, I haven't I haven't played Pokemon Duel. I haven't given that a chance yet, but that's the that's the figure one, right? Yeah. But yes. I li- I liked the heck out of Detective Pikachu, I'll tell you that. I'm very excited that it's like yeah, I want it a to month be and here a half now, away please. or whatever, two months. All right. I have the week off. I'll be playing. <laughs> oh yeah, and anybody who's uh, anywhere proximate to DC, I may be doing a like Pokemon Let's Go release party, like everybody get together and play together type thing. So we'll see about that. Stay tuned. All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break. Come back. We'll talk about this new Pokemon. We'll we'll give us Pokemon of the week, and then we'll wrap it up. So we will be right back. Are you prepared for a very important announcement? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. It comes yes, with a musical yes. accompaniment. It's the first time I've sung on such a major international stage. Um, it goes. Do you recognize it? No, no. It is the intro to my new podcast, Katamari Cast. Colin, let's roll up together. And we are back from our break. I forgot to say with the uh, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee stuff, we will be doing our journal. I don't even know what they're called. Our like mini episodes like we did for Sun and Moon. and Ultra Let's Sun and go Ultra on Moon. a journey to Pokemon Let's Go. Well, no, I started with X and Y, but that was solo. Then I kind of did it with Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, but Micah and I fell off those games. But Sun and Moon were a big hit. Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon were a big hit. We're going to do it again. I don't think Irene will be on. 
because of the wedding stuff. But we'll see. We'll see who who I get on. And usually I give Will those that time off because Will plays games pretty slowly. Excuse me. You are You're not a I game mean, gobbler. It may be true. I am certainly not a game gobbler. You are correct. No, nope. I burn through them like at light speed. I don't know what our, uh, the stream schedule will be like for Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee either, because I got podcasts and streams, but I want to stream a lot, so I'll, I'll figure it out. We'll juggle it. When we get closer to those dates, we'll have a a schedule. Speaking of a schedule, there was a leak for a new Pokemon that was found in the network traffic of Pokemon Go. Uh, do I probably have to explain what that means, right? Yes, please do. There is a Pokemon, a very trusted Pokemon Go data miner. His name is Charles, at Charles on Twitter. He's data mined a lot of stuff in the past for Pokemon Go. It's kind of all he does is uh, data mines Pokemon Go. I don't really understand that stuff per se, uh, but the last thing that he data mined that I think most people heard about was like the Spinda stuff. Like, oh, they added Spinda. There's eight different Spindas. Here's the spots. Here's what it looks like if it's shiny. But I believe it was on Friday or Saturday. He went to data mine the game. Okay, let me back up. With Pokemon Go, uh, if you're playing, you can request assets. And the game... So when people say network traffic, I think there was a big thing when... All the shinies, all the Kanto shinies were added. People were like, oh, all the Kanto shinies are added. All these Pokemon have the ability to be shiny. We saw that on the network traffic. So what that means is if you are a data miner and you're sitting there with the copy of the game probably on your computer, you can say, I want to request the shiny for Onyx. And the game previously would be like, there is no shiny for Onyx. It it returns nothing. But when they did it, when all the... How how they figured out all the Kanto stuff was added. They said, hey, I want the shiny. Give me the shiny for Onyx. Request that. It would then send the shiny down. And they could see shiny Onyx in their game. In their virtual game. And then they could do that for all the Pokemon. So Charles, on September 21st, went to request the icons for Kecleon. And he got back a Pokemon that seems to be based off a hardware nut. Not a bolt. Or is it a bolt? No, bolts are like the it long thing. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing Hard- that just to make Al crazy. Hardware 101. Hardware one. It's a washer, isn't it? A, a washer is a flat. Would you stop. A washer no, is what you no. put between the nut and the bolt, so it doesn't put like strain. I don't know. Check this. It looks like a bolt to me. With a uh, squishy body and with an eye on it. And if you turn it around, it has a little butt with like a electrical wire hanging out of it. Maybe. Hard to say. I don't know. He requested back for Kecleon and he got this. Tinfoil. Everyone has their tinfoil hats on, right? They put them on at the beginning of the episode. Yep. There is some... Prior to what happened in Pokemon Go yesterday, there were some people that believed that this was just a placeholder. I'm going to tell you you're wrong. One, (laughs) because why would any company specifically model a brand new Pokemon for a placeholder? Two, why would they give that placeholder a shiny form? And three, why would that Pokemon have a specific ID number and a cry in the game? 
And then before you say, well, shinies also need placeholders, keep in mind that Kecleon has existed, one, since Gen 3 has been a thing, but two, <laughs> it, Kecleon has existed in Pokemon Go since fall of 2017. And as my example with Onyx earlier, when they tried to request the Onyx shiny, it, it gave back nothing. Previously before, when they tried to request Kecleon in the past, it gave back nothing. So to say that this is just a placeholder is weird, mind-blowing, because like they didn't need a placeholder in the past. So your argument of like this is just a placeholder... One, it was been proven wrong yesterday, but... They, they don't need to, but maybe they've changed the way that they do business and they want to do that now. Okay, to counter that argument, they've used placeholders in the past. They've used just the substitute doll. Well, you didn't mention that. We know now it's a new Pokemon, as it has shown up in Pokemon Go as of yesterday. Or maybe they just did that to confuse us all. Mmm, layers and layers. That could be your, your tinfoil thing, but I, I, I don't think so. <laughs> so, okay, this is, this is the interesting thing. We can get to whether or not, you know, your debate about this. Pokemon Go has been out for 808 days as of yesterday. This is the 808th Pokemon shown. Zeraora is 807. What does that, what does that tell you guys? Nothing! That's like a, we're looking for connections at that point. I don't, that's a real. I mean, it's a justification that people are latching onto. Is it probably new? Sure. Is it because it's the 808th day? Sure. It's just as likely as it was a community event. Somebody found the data and they said, well, send it out. We were going to do it next month, but they already found it, so our surprise happens in September. Ramp it up now. That's a real big coincidence, though. Yeah, there are real big coincidences everywhere. All the time. Like, either way, they decided to release whatever it is. It's ugly little It does not have a name. Would you stop with your judgment immediately? (laughs) That little cutie doesn't need your judgment and harsh words. Go back to the hardware store, Ugo. Wow. I'll say a, a, couple, a couple things here. I'm going to call out Joe for being wrong again. Again, yeah, I love Joe. Yeah, what was he wrong about? Uh, when so, as soon as the Japanese community day ended, the new Pokemon, I'm just going to call it 808. Uh, because it's the Hawaii Pokemon. Uh, because, okay, so to... to Bob. Why I'm Can we calling, just call it Bob? No, I'm going to call it 808. <laughs> So the reason I'm not B-O-B, Bob. the reason I'm not calling it 891 is because in the Pokemon Go files, this Pokemon is listed as 891. Some people were jumping to the conclusion that this is the the 891st Pokemon, uh, which means that there would be whatever 891 minus 807 is that many new Pokemon in between, which would line up, I guess, supposedly if you assume that every new generation adds about 80 to 90 new Pokemon. I guess that all makes sense. Um, that being said, uh, if you actually look at the Pokemon Go game data, there are different assets files. So the asset for this Pokemon is 891. However, if you look at Zeraora's ID number, it's actually 888. And if you look at Ultranecrozma being in the list, it is 865. So these Pokemon already have Pokedex numbers. Zeraora's Pokedex number is 807. 
or whatever. No, 806 is Marshadow. Whatever Necrozma's Pokedex entry is, I'm, I can't remember at the top of my head. So I'm going to refer to this as 808. During the Pokemon Go Chikorita Day, which was about 24 hours after Charles data mined 808, as soon as that community day ended, the 808 started appearing in the game, and then when you caught 808, it would turn into Ditto. And from what I've read, if your Pokemon Go wasn't fully up to date, it would turn into Chikorita. So there wasn't a lot of 808s turning into Chikorita, but every report I saw, it was only turning into Chikorita if you didn't have the latest version of Pokemon Go. I cannot confirm that. It's just what I read. But all the ones I caught, and for the majority of people catching, it turned into Ditto. Uh, Now, did you ever see one during Community Day? Yes. Oh, I did. Yes. I did, too. But the people in Japan who got it first, they didn't see any until Community Day ended, and they spawned everywhere. At this point, I tweeted at Joe, and I said, why do you think this is an error? Because he went on the official Cerebi and tweeted, Niantic accidentally released this Pokemon. And I said, this seems intentional. And he replied to me and said, this isn't intentional. About 10 minutes later, the head of marketing of Japan Pokemon Go tweeted a picture of it with question mark, question mark, question mark. And then came out saying that this is intentional. So I'm not sure what Joe had or what Joe thought, if he just thought Niantic messed up. But this seems like a pretty big mess up. If they did, at the end of the day, we don't know if this is a mess up or not. They could have just accidentally released it. Hmm. I mean, if it wasn't intentional, then why did they continue to do it? Also, if it wasn't intentional, why did they continue to do it after the European Community Day and then after the American Community Day? Because sometimes... The horse gets out of the barn, and you say, you know what? Enjoy the plains. Go go wild, buddy. We can't get you back in the barn anyways. It's not like, though, okay, so to say whether, let's, let's for a second believe Niantic messed up. They, they know that people data mine their stuff. They uploaded this Pokemon specifically under Kecleon Spot, which I think is weird because they didn't need to, because again, we know that Pokemon Go doesn't need placeholders. We know that Kecleon never had a placeholder, so why does it need a placeholder now? But somehow they put it in Kecleon's spot, then somehow accidentally not only messed it up there, also let's put Pokemon, let's let's also, while we're explaining this, put Pokemon Company at fault. Because if the Pokemon Company didn't want this to be released, then why did they provide these assets to Niantic, right? They could have just told or show Niantic, this is the new Pokemon. But they didn't need to give Niantic the materials to make it happen. Like, this Pokemon, for what for what it's worth, has a shiny sprite, has a sound, has a 3D moving model in Pokemon Go. It has the full range of motion. If I'm not mistaken, that all comes from the Pokemon company. Of, like, this is how the Pokemon moves, this is how the Pokemon acts. Act. Acts. The Pokemon Company would have also been at fault for providing this to Niantic, but if Niantic accidentally uploaded this and then to go even further accidentally released it into the world 808 days exactly from when Pokemon Go launched, 
that's a pretty big mess up for a company that has successfully done eight other community days at this point. Like, they know how to turn on and off community days. So that's a huge mess up for... It's not like this was their first community day. That's a huge mess up for, for a company that has pretty much gotten community days down pat. Even the first community day, even the Pikachu community day, was pretty smooth. I mean, sometimes at the end of community day, you get you get a couple Pokemon that turn into another... Like, you catch a Pidgey, it turns into a Squirtle because, you know, the game data is still trying to catch up with itself. I mean, you're turning off... You're turning on and on Pokemon on millions of, or hundreds, dozens of servers that millions of people connect to. So, I get it. There there might be some delay, but to have an entirely new Pokemon show spawn, that's a pretty big mistake. And I, I find what? it hard to believe they would do that. What if they were actually planning on having it as a surprise and having Kecleon show up at the end of Community Day. And that was, I mean, they just, because they were getting ready to do the programming for Kecleon, they put that in as the holder for the programming, even though they've never used a placeholder before because nobody ever checked like two minutes before or two days before an event was going to happen and then they realized they couldn't do Kecleon, but it was too late to pull it back out. Hmm. So they're like... I mean, there's a lot of things. Like, we don't know. Like, it's very possible that they had a timeline and they uploaded it earlier than that to meet XYZ timeline, and then somebody found it. They made frantic calls and said, you know what, they've already found it, it's leaked, let's just do it now. I mean, I think it's official. Like... I think it is a new Pokemon. I, I I I can't say that this was necessarily their plan. I don't know that it would have happened if the leak didn't happen, that we would have seen it in this community day. Because there was no hype around it. Like, there was no, like, hey, stay 30 minutes Japan afterwards for a big surprise. Prior to this launching, so in the in the time between... All right, this is this is even this is even more tin tin hat theory. But time, but, but by the time they showed it and by the time it actually launched, uh, I was streaming and people were asking my thoughts. And I think it's interesting that they put it under Kecleon's spot. Uh because Kecleon is one of the few Pokémon that can turn invisible. And a lot of people think that this might be related to Ditto. Uh but I don't let's just just to just to humor people people let's say that this was like an Alolan Ditto or 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 something right or an evolution of Ditto. <laughs> okay? Let's let's just put those two things on the table right now. Let's just say it's an Alolan Ditto or if it's an evolution of Ditto. Why would Ditto transform into a alternative version of itself? That doesn't make sense. Agreed. You don't know Ditto's person. Ditto likes would to be, be other things. It would be like we also know that like Zoroark can uh, can be an illusion of something. So it would be like Zoroark trying to be an illusion of Zarua. That just doesn't make sense. But what we do know which I feel like a lot of people suddenly forgot, is Ditto can be any Pokemon. This is a Pokemon. So if this Pokemon can turn invisible, which kind of lines up with Kecleon being in Kecleon's spot and Kecleon can turn invisible, if this Pokemon can be invisible and Ditto saw this Pokemon while it wasn't invisible, Ditto just turns into it and we see what Ditto turned into. 
We never saw the real Pokemon. We just know that Ditto saw it, turned into it, and we caught it. I don't think that it's related to Ditto. Ditto just can be any Pokemon. That kind of matches up with my head lore. That Yeah, it's it's kind of like, if this is an actual new Pokemon, I do not put any affidavits on that statement. But that the way that they're introducing it is that Ditto saw it and copied it and like that's what we were treated to on that particular day ditto's interpretation of that pokemon sure it's as good a theory as any but that's more lore than actually i mean yeah. we're giving them the the credence that they actually meant to do this i mean we're doing the dm trick of letting your players fill in the blanks and then saying yes that's what i meant all along <laughs> that's what i was planning you are right time. as you're frantically scribbling and changing code but I mean, it could be conspiracy theory theory wise that they like they literally stuck it in the Kecleon spot because they're like, oh, this dude is constantly hitting our servers looking for Kecleon. Let's toss it in there, and then he'll like he's gonna freak out. And congrats, they got what they wanted. I don't know if it's like a huge coincidence though that if this if we believe this Pokemon can turn invisible, and that's why we we couldn't catch it because we didn't see the real thing. We just saw Ditto, and it's like it would be like. Oh, this is a new Pokemon. It looks like a bird and it has a pink beak and it uh oh, I caught it and it turned into Ditto. Like that doesn't mean that Pidgey, the Pokemon I'm just describing is is related to Ditto. It just means that a Ditto saw a Pidgey and turned into a Pidgey. Like I just because they I think the I think what people jump to is its body looks squishy and Ditto's body looks squishy, so therefore they must be related where no, Ditto just can be any Pokemon. I think you're you're it, that would be it, it's the whole Gen Five conversation of oh, Buffaland must be an evolution of Tauros. No, no, they're just both. They just look very similar. I mean, it's right. not a hard stretch to look at it and think, okay, maybe it's somehow related to Ditto. Like, I don't blame people for thinking that because there's just no information whatsoever. I don't know that that's any more true than any of the theories that we've come up with. It seems weird that Ditto would get an evolution. It would be, it would, they would really have to justify why. Ditto well, would yeah, get an they evolution. would have to do a heck of a lot to be a Ditto evolution, gee, of all things. I mean, we say they'd have to do a lot. They tend not to. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that's really weird, uh, again, tinfoil hats, tighten them up, is that the tail of uh 808 is red and Kecleon's stripe is red and the shiny version's tail is blue and Kecleon's stripe when shiny is blue and it was under Kecleon's spot it's a baby Kecleon there you go I don't know why Kecleon turns from a bolt into a lizard but I'm sorry a nut into <laughs> a lizard and I was Success! just trying to set people off I was I did that on purpose <laughs> my name is Niantic um some people said the eye of kecleon is similar to this it's a black eye with a white iris it's very true it is it's got like a very big circle eye with a with a black dot yeah also there's a along that frame there's a face in the moon like we can (laughs) see a lot of things we are very good at picking up patterns that's like what we've been designed for it could be like a, uh, a like a corruption Pokemon though. That was my theory that it was, it was trying to fit in where other Pokemon were trying to fit in, and it was trying to corrupt some kind of data. But I don't know. 
Some people were referencing Missing No. I don't think it has anything to do with Missing No. I mean, it could. It could be just like, the, since we're in the middle of the Kanto event, they could say, uh, well, here's your glitch, Pokemon. Ha ha ha. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if it was bird type, then we'd know for sure. Absolutely. That's true. That's true. Like, I don't think, I don't think they would reference Missing No, because, yeah, like, it's internet theory, but nothing that Pokemon has ever really talked about. If it's a glitch Pokemon, then I think it has like, there has to be more around that as to what that means other than like, because why would you de- design something just to be like a one-time glitch if it's not going to tie into the next game? I also think is this what's going to be the new release in Let's Go? In which case, how, like, there's not a glitch aspect to Yellow? The other thing to think about is if this Pokemon is the one that is getting added to Let's Go, which we do know that there will be one new Pokemon from Pokemon Go to Let's Go. Is this actually a Gen 8 Pokemon? If it can go into a Gen 7 game, which is again why I do agree that I don't think the ID number of it being 891 and Zeraora being ID number 888 actually makes sense because Zeraora should be 807 and this is the 808th Pokemon shown. And if it can touch a main series Gen 7 game, which is Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, as they said that it is a based off the Gen 7 engine, is it another Gen 7 Pokemon and not actually a Gen 8 Pokemon? Because in what situation has a Gen plus one touched an older game, right? Like Victini wasn't mm. ever able to go back to Diamond, Platinum, Pearl. Zeraora can't go into X and Y. I guess technically Zeraora can't even go into Sun and Moon. But for, for example, um, this could be the final Gen 7 Pokemon. And not necessarily a Gen 8. This is all speculation, but... Yeah, and that's like saying... You're saying that Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee are Gen 7, which... The Game Freak did say that. They said in their uh, their initial one hour when they showed Quest and Let's Go Pikachu in that Japanese video, you can look at the subtitles, they do say it's um, a Gen... It's based off the Gen 7 engine. Interesting. Just like I suppose you would say that Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire is technically a Gen 6 engine. Well, that's, I mean, there, there's not a lot of deviation there. So. <laughs> it's a little, a little easier to see between the lines in those two. It's cute, though. I've, I, 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 like, I like its movement a lot. I like its, like, I think it fit, I, I, again, we don't know. But when you see it in motion in Pokemon Go, so... Whether or not they messed up, whether or not this was intentional or not, it seemed to work in their favor. <laughs> it got people talking. Yeah. It got people excited. They proceeded Definitely. to do it after the Japan event or the uh, Asian time zone. They proceeded to do it after the European time zone. And then once again, they proceeded to do it after the American time zone. So whether or not it was a mistake the first time, they, they went with it for the entire community event. It appeared. Um, when I saw it in motion, finally, it did look like it was a Pokemon that seemed to turn invisible. Like, it had a very, like, 
is anyone watching me? Kind, I don't know how to say that. You know, like, I don't know, Will or Greg, if you saw it in motion of like, it kind of looked around like, is anyone looking at me right now? I have a bad habit of um, when a Pokemon shows up on my screen in Pokemon Go, I try to catch it immediately. So, oh, you don't I give mean, it I watch it a little. It did, it did a lot of little side eye stuff. It did a yeah. lot of zoot, zoot. When am I, you know, like, should I be here? What's going on? Um, it did have a little bit more of a sly, sneaky feel to it when I watched it for a little bit. Um, but then there were a whole bunch of people around me who were saying a whole bunch of stupid stuff that needed to be corrected. So I caught it and got to business. Oh, dear. <laughs> its name is Sly, S-L-E-Y-E. Mm. I personally think it was intentional. I think they added it to the network traffic. I think they were, I think it lining up with the eight oh the the Pokemon goes has been out for eight hundred eight days. Let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee is less than sixty days away. I think that all lines up. Can we see your bo- do... bulletin board with all the red lines on it right now, please? And, and Can you send that to us in chat? From one picture so to I have another, a bulletin yeah. board with a bunch of red lines, and then I have a shiny <laughs> bulletin board with a bunch of blue lines. Oh, that's real good. I do think the Kecleon, like it turning into Kecleon or it turning into Chikorita, I think those were mistakes, especially since we never saw Kecleon again. We, I only saw a couple screenshots of it turning into Kecleon, and that was right after the Japan, that right after the Japanese event. I don't think it turned into Kecleon any, uh, anywhere else throughout the day. Not that I but, heard. Um, it. it sounds like if it turned into Chikorita, it was because your game wasn't up to date. I don't think that that was like. I don't think it was supposed to turn into Chikorita, which we've I've like I've personally had it where I you know after Mareep Day ended, I went to catch a Pidgey and it turned into Mareep, or I went to catch a Mareep and it turned into a a, a Sentrant. Like that's just the game. That's just the servers trying to. That's just server lag. Catch up, but it turning into Ditto. I don't think. Again, I'm strongly. I don't think it's related to Ditto. I think it's just very easy for Ditto to see it, turn into it, and then go oh. We never saw the real one. We saw what Ditto saw, and Ditto is yeah. Ditto is dumb and copies whatever it sees. I mean, that's a good least, enough theory. I mean, it's, it's easy it's for lore. Diantic to make that story. Yes, I mean, sure. It helps make an event make more sense, and we like when things make sense. Yeah, humans like to come to uh, something I, that. I mean, I agree. I think head. that the end of the event was intentional. I don't know that the leak was intentional. I don't know that that was meant to happen, but I think definitely either way, how they handled it was good. And I think it is like, I think the community day event and how that happened was intentional. I mean, there are a number of people who are like, what is this thing that's appearing who were all over the one stop that it only appeared at one stop and it appeared there consistently, like it would pop up again and again. Um, everybody was chatting about what it was. Was mm-hmm. it a leak? Is it a glitch? Blah 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 blah. Like oh. they handled, they handled a potential disaster very well. If it was a mistake, it was everywhere in downtown DC. Absolutely everywhere. I will tell you both. I told well, Irene. I showed Irene the uh, eight oh eight early when I saw it, and she was like, "Oh, it's really cute." Um, and then didn't re- went back to sleep. <laughs> Um, but when I didn't tell Irene that at the end of the Japanese community day that they spawned everywhere. Um, and I was, I knew it was going to do it for our community day. So I didn't say anything to her. And when it spawned, she got really excited and she was like, oh my God. She's like, Steve, do you like, 
did you know this was going to happen? And my mom, I this is the first community day I did with my mom. She got super excited too. She was like, like also my mom, first time I did community day with her, we got out of the car and she found a shiny Chikorita right away and she screamed really loud, which is kind of <laughs> cute. She was like, I got a shiny. And I was like, geez. Uh, but she was very excited. But she did the same thing with the new Pokemon. She was like, oh my God, a new Pokemon. Well, um, what did she call it? Uh, I don't know what she. I don't think she called it anything. Um, she just kept referring to it as the new Pokemon because after, I mean, the community day was over at that point, so we were walking to get lunch. But she just, she just was like, I don't understand this new Pokemon. Like, what? Why can't we catch it? And I was giving her my theories, and she's like, I just don't understand. And I was like, Okay, mom, it's okay. <laughs> It'll be back. But she was very upset that she couldn't catch it. She was because she caught the first one, and she was like, Oh, it's just a Ditto. And then she caught the second one. She's like, ah, oh, it's another ditto. She was like actually mad that she couldn't catch it. So um, that was cute, I guess. It's dittos all the way down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sure it will have a very simple but cute name whenever it gets. That's my only, I think that's my biggest gripe is it just doesn't have a name. I just told you the name. It's Sly, S-L-E-Y-E. <sighs> it's like when like they showed the Gen 5 starters for, what was it, like four months they didn't have names. Smugleaf, Pignition, <laughs> and Water. And Pointless Water, yeah. Smugleaf. Very exciting, though. And, again, before people write in, this is not the first time a new Pokemon has appeared in a non-main series game first. Togepi appeared in the anime. Also, I believe Donphan appeared in a movie. Yeah. Uh, Munchlax appeared in Pokemon Dash first. That I great think- game. Ooh. Bonsley appeared in, was it Gale of Darkness or was it Coliseum? One Gale of those of games first. Bonsly? Bonsly, sorry. They, there are plenty of Pokemon that have appeared in non-main series games first. But okay. the patterns. It's okay. Will, give us our Pokemon of the week. Oh, wow. Wow. You sounded so excited <laughs> for it. <laughs> this is a Pokemon that's an eyeball on top of a sack of rice with an electric wire sticking <laughs> out the back. Rice. It's rice. Why, why it's not? nut right sack of wire. <laughs> sack of wire? Sack of wire. <laughs> sack of wire nut. Oh. Oh, it's ugly. If only it could be so easy for you all. All right. This week's Pokemon could arguably have been originally designed by Jim Henson, as it and its partner are the Burton Ernie of the Pokemon world. There are many parallels to Kanto Pokemon with this week's Pokemon and its partner, not the least of which is that one is red and the other is blue. This Pokemon also has much in common with Unown, unknown, in that it incorporates a letter of the Roman alphabet in its design. While this Pokemon is commonly said to be found within a dark and winding forest, it is actually found on the wetland outskirts of that forest. This area is known for hosting, hosting mostly fighting-type Pokemon with the occasional water-type. Three facts that separate this Pokemon from its companion. It is the Judo Pokemon, not the Karate Pokemon. It can have the ability Guts. Its partner has Sturdy. Both of them can have the common ability Inner Focus and the hidden ability Mold Breaker. Guts is an ability that gives a Pokemon with a status condition a 50% boost to its attack. I just realized I said three facts, but I only had two. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, if this Pokemon is a mirror of a Kanto Pokemon, 
Is it a mirror of Hitmonlee or Hitmonchan? All right. Who's that Pokemon? I know. I know. I'm pretty sure I know. Wait, so we're looking for the karate Pokemon or the judo Pokemon? You did. I, you need to listen closely. I did, and then <laughs> I got distracted by all the other stuff. I think it's throw. I also think it's throw, but I can't remember if we're looking for Sock, who's the karate, or throws the judo. It's throw. Okay. Oh, man. I told you said, guys it was going to be easy this week. He said the counterpart knows sturdy, and Sock knows sturdy, and throw knows guts. How did you know that? Uh, I spent a lot of time at the end of Black and White 2, and a lot of them had, uh, Sock has Sturdy, and I couldn't one-shot it when I was trying to get to Elite Four. That's one way of remembering. Well, the end of Black and White 2 is real rough. They they really increased the AI of those trainers, because they know what they're doing on Victory Road. (sighs) Very true. Very true. <laughs> All right, sock or throw it is. I'm sorry. Uh, I like saying sock better. Sock, sock. Um, some trivia here about throw. Uh, throw and sock draw parallels to Gen One Pokemon Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan. They are they are all they are always male only fighting Pokemon that appear to be related to each other. In both the anime and Poke Park Two Wonders Beyond. Throw is slightly taller than Sock, despite being 4 inches 10 centimeters shorter than the Pokedex. Throw and its counterpart were designed by Ken Sujimori. And do you want to read the origin? Because there's some trivias in there. Uh, sure. Throw is based on a judo expert or Jukota and an on, on, Onai? Oni. Oni. Um, according to interviews with Ken Sujimori in Nintendo Dream, in development, Sock and Throw both had horns, making them look more like oh. Ani. However, they were replaced with eyebrow bras. Bros? Eyebrows. 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 I, that's one of the words I can't say is b- b- brow. I have, you just said it. Congrats. I know, but like a lot of words I have to like slow down and think about. This is why I speak poorly. Uh, so not to clash with Tornadus and or tornado, Tornado Tornadus and Thunderous uh, they were both originally designed to be red and blue, like Throw and Sock. Mm. Mm. Nothing about them looking like Bert and Ernie here? Yeah, well. But they do look like Bert and Ernie. They do. They do. That was that was but my insertion. I will say, I'm not... The shuffle icon, shuffle icon check, 2018, it's okay. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, only okay? Yeah, it's... It doesn't have a lot of personality, I don't think. Like, a lot of the other ones have really, like, expressed the personality of the Pokemon. And this one's just very, this is the face. Yeah, it looks very sad. Yeah. Almost. Mm. It's not my favorite. I feel like these two Pokemon, Sock and Throw, get a lot of blah. Like, no one really likes them. I think they're okay, though. How's that Throw shiny? (laughs) It's not. (sighs) They really dropped the ball here. Yeah, they did. They could have kept him the same color, but changed his jacket. Or, I'm sorry, what I don't know what to call a karate no, that's robe. What, that's what they did do. It's I mean, like his his gi is a different color. Gi. Yeah, I, they could have like made his gi black with a white belt. That would have looked yeah, sick. But he's not a white belt. He's a black belt. Yeah, uh, or, I would have thought it'd be funny if they just made him blue. Yeah, swap the two? Yeah, yeah. that's what I was yeah. going to say. Well, like, Sock has a good shiny. He's purple instead of blue, so that's cool. 
Um, they could have just swapped the two. I I am such a fan of Pokemon that like have a counterpart, like Sviper and Zangoose, Sock and Throw, Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan, and they really dropped the ball here with the the shinies at least. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't think after Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan, like there wasn't enough difference between these two between like their stances. It just like they just felt very similar. Then not like there wasn't really anything to like say that they had a rivalry or that they were super best friends or you know that like they lived in an apartment together as best friends to show the power of friendship like nothing they're just like two fighting Pokemon that were counterparts and nothing really ever happened with that so I think a lot of people are just like oh yeah they exist yeah I thought it was really weird too because you would think that like one game would have had Sock and the other would have had yeah. Throw but they didn't do it that way no. I think they just sort of like designed them and just never carried it across the finish line to make them more interesting. Yeah, there was no lore about like a garboder sleeping outside their apartment or Yeah. Nope. Invisible Dawn fan down the street. Or a Pidgeot that had yeah. With <laughs> was friends with that Dawn fan. Sock is obsessed with P Dove. None of that. Yeah, just nothing. It was very it was it was much of a bummer. It looks cool in the anime though. This anime screenshot on Bulbapedia makes it look real cool. Yeah, it's good. It's always hard to judge a Pokemon by one image. But that's what we do, and we get paid the big bucks to do it. That's yep. true. Yep. Nutto stinks. Uh I think that's your episode. Is Moldbreaker a good ability? No, it's not. Breaks the mold. Mm. I feel like uh, it would allow sturdy would no. be better. Breaks the mold. It would it would allow them to hit a ghost type, wouldn't it? Does it do? I that? thought Moldbreaker just stopped the it stops abilities. Ability, so you could earthquake oh, okay. something that levitated, but you yeah. still have the same restrictions. All right. I think Moldbreaker also gets around disguise from Mimikyu. It might. I'm pretty we would sure. Have to look it up. Now we're in a rabbit hole. Yeah, it gets rid of it. It bypasses dazzling disguise, fluffy queenly majesty. What the heck is that? Queen's Queen, majesty. Queen's majesty. One of the best abilities. Oh, such a great ability. And water bubble. Serena knows it. Yeah, that's the reason you use Serena. Yeah. <laughs> Stop them priority. Queen says Mol- no. Moldbreaker gets through a lot of things. Yeah, okay. it so really does. Do you, you, you don't know what Queen's Majesty does? I can read it for you. I, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I was going to tell you, I don't need to read it. It's basically if somebody tries to use a priority move, it, it fails because you can't go before Zarina. Correct. Queen says no. But Moldbreaker bypasses that will, so I can use my fake out if I want to. If I have a Pokemon with Moldbreaker and fake out. Just mm. to deal with Serena, because that's what happens. Competing 101. All right. Hopefully, we didn't forget any news this week. I'm sure we did. It was a heavy news week anytime a new Pokemon is shown. But um, that being said, moving into some house cleaning here. We updated the Patreon rewards. So there's new Patreon rewards. There's a new addict reward tier. So if you want to help contribute to the show, uh, that will start rolling out in full effect in October. If you're a listener and you're worried, don't be stressed. Um, it's just some minor interaction. 
for people who want to directly support the show through Patreon. If you're interested in Patreon, patreon.com slash it's super effective or way easier to remember, isc.cash. You're listening to this episode. We are now on Spotify. So if you would like to listen to us on Spotify, you are more than welcome to do that. Uh, It's very easy. I have tested it. It is good. There is a huge difference between Google Play Music and Google Podcast. One is new and not great from my understanding. Uh, I think I have solved the issues with Google Podcasts. There is no submission field for that. It scans your RSS feed and goes from there. So uh, if you were using Google Play Podcast in the past, it should be fixed. If it's not, please let me know on Twitter or through email, sbj at pkmncast.com or at Pokemon Podcast on Twitter. If for some reason, however you're listening to this podcast, you made it to the end of this episode and we are not on your favorite podcast service, please let me know at Pokemon Podcast on Twitter. I will make that happen. I wanted it to be on Spotify before Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee comes out because that's a potential new audience that might be listening to the show. So wanted to make that happen. But like I said before, if you've had any issues with the RSS feed, just let me know. And I will go out of my way to fix it. Obviously, it's important to me for you guys to be able to listen to the show as easy as possible or um, whichever preference you have. We should be supporting SoundCloud till the end of the year. And then I will drop SoundCloud support for the show. It's just a lot lot of extra work for not a lot of people who still listen to SoundCloud. And I think most people that listen to SoundCloud just listen to it on the web or on the website. So uh, episodes have been being uploaded to PokemonPodcast.com, PKMNCast.com. If you want to listen to it on the web, you can go right to the direct website. There is a player there that you can hit play. You can listen. There's other ways to listen directly on the website, whether that's iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify. Those are all non-mobile ways to listen to the show. Still streaming on Twitch. Just your weekly Twitch reminder, twitch.tv slash PKMNCast. It is the end. Uh, their Twitch is doing a promotion of September a bunch of people who I know don't watch the stream that often, but I recognize your usernames from Slack, got gifted subs because of September. So if you check into the stream like once every month or once every week, I would check to see if you got gifted a sub because you probably did. So enjoy your gifted sub. That's a thing that's happening, though. Uh, that ends September 31st. Uh, I will be continuing to stream Ruby and Sapphire at the same time with one controller for the rest of this week, hopefully getting through it. Man, that's it's tough. You want to make a Pokemon game hard? Play both at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) It's very difficult. But that's our show. Hopefully you had a good one. Uh, Will is at Wash in the Sink. Greg is at White Wing on Twitter. I am at Dragging a Lake at Pokemon Podcast on Twitter. I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but we always have next week's episode. So, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super nuts and bolts.
washers. And washers. In the sinkers. Washers in the sinkers. See what I did there? I That's see it. Cool. Washers in the sinkers. <laughs> washers in the sinkers. Whatevs. Let's drag the like for them. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> A quick shout out to our producers of this show, which include Robert, Kevin, Mason, and Cygnus. Thank you all for listening. 